0: This podcast is part of the A3K Network. For more information, visit www.anime3000.com. guys welcome back to animation i'm your host here josh dunham and we are ankle deep or knee deep in spooktacular halloween scary wary animation month and uh yeah uh, i got little to no news which means we'll have plenty of time for a review so let's get the news out of the way now Netflix representative, Jingu, revealed news that Shaft is launching an original animation project. Ayuki Shinbo is directing while Gen Urobuchi of Studio Netropolis is writing the scenario, and Ume Aoki, responsible for Hidamaru's sketch, is in charge of character designs. Sony announced that Golden Boy mangaka Tatsuya Egawa is producing a manga booklet for God of War when it releases in Japan sometime this November. I don't know how that's gonna work out seeing how God of War is almost the opposite of Golden Boy, but hey, I'd be cool if Kratos riding his bike yelling Benkyo, Benkyo, Benkyo! And a daily video for you. ANN has posted a video featuring footage of the 1-1 scale core fighter. Again, that's up on ANN. I'll include the link in the show notes. The l- release dates for Black Lagoon, Roberta's Blood Trail have been delayed due to production issues. Here's an updated schedule: Volume Three, Angels in the Crosshairs, will ship January 7, 2011. Volume Four, Oversaturation Killbox, will ship March 2nd, 2, 2011 while volume 5 Codename paradise status lia will ship on may 11th 2011 another piece of news is that the new super robot tyson L for the ds a 10 minute trailer has been released i suggest everyone you get on that and check it out because it is made of robot win
1: love you, love
0: But our last piece of news ANN is now streaming the first 14 minutes of the second Gundam Unicorn episode. But get this, it has an English dub. The full episode will be released for the Sony PlayStation Store on October 30th and on Blu ray November 12th. And that wraps up our news for this week. Let's move on to the review. In a world where vivid flashbacks can strike without warning. In a world where a submissive adolescent must pilot a giant humanoid robot to save humanity. In the same world where a two-legged quadruped can run leisurely at the speed of sound with the aid of jewelry.
1: Only one podcast can discuss this with her sanity intact.
0: And this is Not That Podcast. www.ssapodcast.com The Ass Backwards Anime Podcast. Oh wait, I was supposed to use that voice in the beginning. Uh, let's go again.
1: Yatta! What the turnation was that? I'm not sure, but if I had to guess, it sounds like CJ is gearing up for his next AMR review. And what exactly would that be? Well, considering that CJ has painted a big dipper on his chest, i guess it's Vislin North Star related. You mean to tell me that he's gonna be tackling the 1995 American live-action version of the film starring Gary Daniels? More than likely. So, this Gary fellow, has he been in anything else? Well, let's see. He was in a movie called... Pocket Ninjas? That ring any bells? No, I can't say that it does. How about this one? Heat Seeker. There's a joke in that one, but no, I can't say that I've seen it. Okay. an American Street Fighter? You mean the one with Jean-Claude Van Damme? No, it's a different Street Fighter. Oh, so they basically got a nobody to play Ken Chereau. Yep. Shame. Not as big as a shame as watching CJ train for this next video. Yeah, you would have think that he would have shaved his chest before painting the Big Dipper on there. Before we make these people sick, we should tell these folks that they should visit CJ's blog, CJ BlackSpot.com and have a look at his previous reviews while he's gearing up for this one. Or, instead of visiting cjhitchcockanimemoviereview.blogspot.com, they could just check out his Twitter account for updates of his recent videos. What? Is he okay? It looks like he got his finger caught in the training, dummy. could not we help him? Let's wait a few minutes.
0: As I sit here, I am drinking strawberry soda. That sounds unusual, but it's not nearly as unusual as cat soup. And that's exactly what this anime was. Bits and pieces of everything you can possibly imagine tossed together to create a soup. With a cat. Well, actually. A bunch of cats. A family of cats. Who could talk. Except you don't hear them talking. It's all speech balloons. In an anime. With cats. In a soup. That's how weird this show is. Yeah, that doesn't really even describe how bad it can get. Now I should take that back. It's not actually a bad anime. It's not bad. It's just so totally different and outside the box that you're like, What the fuck am I watching? Now, why did I choose to review this for Horror Month? Because even though it makes no sense, it's really odd. It's the same type of creepiness as Courage a Cowardly Dog. There's one scene where there's a pig in this. I have no fucking idea why. There's just a pig. And basically the cat says something along the lines of, I'm hungry or whatever. Unzips the pig's skin. Reaches in and grabs a specific cut. Pulls it out. Just as if it were like, out of a package, I guess. And then fries it. Eats it. And then the pig eats it. Which I, I don't know if that qualifies as cannibalism. But... IT'S FUCKING WEIRD! I should probably start from the beginning of the show. There's this young boy who's a cat. So, there's this young boy cat who is chasing after his sister's soul. Well, he only gets half of it, and his sister dies, but he puts half of the soul back in his older sister, and so she becomes like a zombie. She's kind of like, one eye open, one eye half open, sort of thing like, uh, dumb as bricks. Basically can't do anything unless she's compelled to do it. Doesn't talk, nothing. Has no motivation. It's like severe apathy syndrome. And he sets off to get the other half of the soul. How do I know this? Because I read the Wikipedia article. Or actually, it wasn't even a Wikipedia article. It was the Baka BT details. I can't even find information on this piece of shit. It was done by JC staff. How do I know that? Because it was in the credits. And does it look pretty? Eh, not really. But some of the visuals are very well done. It's not exactly pretty, but they did them well for the art style they were using. In this adventure, they end up somehow going to a circus. I mean, it's like, I don't know how this happens. It's like trying to recount a dream, and you only remember parts of it. It's like, I was being chased, and then the next day I remember I'm falling, and I'm climbing up a staircase. You don't remember how you got there. That's just the only parts you remember. That's literally the feel Of this anime now it certainly has a lot of creepy moments because people are drawn kind of deformed and disfigured and there's a lot of dark atmosphere or room you know what I mean so it definitely fits in it reminds me of those it has that atmosphere of those Halloween specials that kids would watch except this is not for kids because there's enough blood and gore in here to rival berserk just not as much violence it's like blood and gore without the violence if that makes any sense Um, But yeah, they go to a circus where this girl gets chopped up in many, many pieces, blood's flying everywhere, and this magical magician dude, like, takes all the body parts and with the force or whatever, swings them around and tosses them back on the table, and they're all magically put together again. Don't know how it happened. I guess the magician's greatest trick is never revealed or something of that bullshit. But yeah. And then there's this giant thing with smoke in it. It's like a balloon. And people... Are pulling a rope tighter and tighter and tighter around one of its legs until the leg falls off because it's cut by the rope. One of the dudes pulling the rope gets punched, and this giant balloon thing filled with smoke, the smoke turns black and then it turns into water and then it pops and then it floods the entire earth. And then the magician dude we saw earlier is now God, and God is trying to cut open the world and then eat the blood that's inside of it and it falls into this giant clock wheel where all these gears are turning and uh, it's bringing the world away from God and he's trying to eat half of it because he already ate the other half with the blood. So he wants to get it, but it, it misses. So what he does is he reverses time, it reverses the clock gears, and he freezes time so he can go down and grab it. He grabs it and then sends time back in its regular spot. The In the meantime, the kittens are on a boat like in noah's ark where all of a sudden there's a pig there as i mentioned they eat the pig the pig eats himself lord man ah my brain hurts um then the water dries up is a desert and they dig a hole for water and this water elephant pops out and they ride the water elephant and then the younger cat jumps into the ass of the water elephant. I'm not I'm not making this up. No, seriously, this is what happens. He jumps into the ass of the water elephant, makes a big splash, I'm shitting you not, and then comes out the dick. It, it's weird. Um, and then they keep riding the elephant. The elephant starts evaporating in the hot desert heat and sun and all that. They dig another hole. The water elephant fills back up with water. They keep doing it until they can't fill him anymore. And then... Um, I think I blacked out because I don't remember the rest of it, but at the very, very end, they find a flower. The flower is supposed to be the other part of the older sister's soul. He sticks it in front of her face, and then she's magically all better, and then they go back to the real world where they're watching TV, and people get turned off, literally. it's like You hear this TV sound, like you know those old TVs you turn it off, and then it has the flash of light. Um, Yeah, that's basically what happens to these people. And then that's what happens to the anime. And then you get that arctic fuzzy stuff. And that's the end. What did I think of it? Well, it was completely creepy. A lot of spots were just dumb and stupid. Uh, This is supposed to be a psychological thing, I'm told. Or I've heard or read, whatever little information I can get. It's supposed to be psychological. So I was looking a lot for symbolism. Looking a lot for analogies, you know, that sort of thing. Found nothing. Like, what the fuck does a water elephant mean? Really? Oh, there's even uh, there's even uh, the part where they go to a mansion. Oh, that's what happens after the desert. They go to a mansion. And in that mansion, there's a dude who feeds him really, really good food and then sticks him in a pot. It was basically the Hansel and Gretel story. Right after he sticks him in the pot, he sticks some food in there and starts making a soup. Cat soup, basically. And this dude comes out who's wearing nothing but like a mask and a cup and i mean a cup for your balls but the cup for your balls has spikes all over it so i don't know how much of a hazard that is for you to walk around with that i mean i'm sure no one want to punch you or kick you there now but like how can you walk you'd be stabbing your legs man think about that for a second i mean what good is the goods if you can't you know if it hurts your legs to move around to use them or whatever you know what i'm saying it's just like think this through but yeah the man falls into the pot he gets cooked and Cat Sleeve. Um, I don't know what's going on after that. I suspect the the man ate the ball sack dude, because That's how f- creepy this anime is. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to sound like I really don't care. I just really Don't know what to think of this thing. It's just It blew my mind. I was like watching this like what in the hell? You know what I'm saying? Is it, Think of I, I could almost liken it to the what I felt like after my car crash, when I was like, is this real? Is this really happening? And I'm just sitting there like, Ugh. yeah, it was real, yeah, this anime, it was real, it's like a bad acid trip, or a good acid trip, I don't know, how do you define an acid trip, is it good or bad, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but um, yeah, so Cat Soup, watch if you're interested, I'm actually gonna say watch this. Why am I going to say watch this? Because despite saying like, oh, there's so much bad stuff you could be watching. Oh, there's so much good stuff you could be watching. This is different. I can freaking guarantee this is different from anything else you've ever watched. The closest thing I can think of to this is Angel's Egg because there's no talking throughout the whole thing. And it's all symbolic and blah, 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 blah. That's probably the closest thing. Except Angel's Egg, I don't want to say like 10 times better. Because it's like, how do you compare one giant symbol to another giant symbol? You know, it, it basically... it. The whole thing weighs, how how good this anime is, weighs on the viewer and who watched it and who interprets the symbolism. Because I'll interpret it differently than everyone else. Because I'm a unique person, there's not another one of me. Just like every other person is unique, you know what I'm saying? Uh, not to sound philosophical or anything, but that's really what it comes down to for this anime. And it's pretty easy to find, you can find it right on Baka BT. that's where I grabbed mine, I'll put a torrent link up for you guys. but. It looks creepy, and you know how sometimes they try and make things look cute? And the cuter it is, the creepier it is? That's how the cats look. They have these huge eyes that have no expression. They look soulless. They don't move a lot. The cats don't talk. They're stuck with, like, this permanent smile. It's kind of like the Joker. Clown? Really not that scary. But you do it right, and it looks pretty damn creepy. So, I don't know what to think about it. It's It's creepy enough to be Halloween. Definitely creepy enough. It's like a short little thing, you can totally forget about it after you watch it, but you can say you watched it. And when people say, hey, you seen Cat Soup, I I think so, but yeah, so there you go. Make sure you download it, let me know what you guys think, because I don't know if I just fail as a reviewer for this type of genre, but it's like, what did anything stand for? So yes. Katsu. And now let's go on to what have I been reading and watching. I know who the killer is.
1: But I've gathered everyone together, but I still can't
0: figure it out. How did you solve the
1: crime by just looking at one anime merchandise website?
0: Elementary, my dear Hisui. You see, we thought that hug pillows were the motive, but they were the means. Akika, you are the killer of anime.
1: The Reverse Thieves said, Anime 3000 present... The Speakeasy Podcast. Uncovering the mysteries of anime and manga. Come visit us at thespeakeasypodcast.com. Sick of elitist fans? Your first anime was Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> and you call yourself an odaku? Sick of fanboys? Have you seen Haruhi? I mean, she's so stupid and cute and just kind of follows her all around all over the place. And it's just so awesome. I love the series. Well, come on down to Super Happy Anime Fun Time, the anime podcast bringing you an objective fan's point of view to anime news, anime releases, and anime reviews. Check us out at Animeshaft.com.
0: So, for reading and watching, I've mostly been spending my time with Casher and Sins. In fact, right before I started recording this podcast, I recorded a review for Anime 3000, which should be up sometime soon, of course. I have to edit that and all that merry-dandy stuff. But, um, Casher and Sins, yep, I'll give you a brief rundown. I'm a little disappointed with it, but it's still a very good show. I was expecting it to be like a 9 or a 10, instead it's like an 8. So yeah, there you go, I kind of gave a quick review like I'm not supposed to, but please make sure you check that out when you get a chance to see it. Other stuff I've been, um, you know, kind of petering away with this fall season of anime, I'm dreading Iron Man. I don't want to watch it. I really don't. It's like, ah, Iron Man, ew. Um, I started watching some more of my review materials, Tower of Urk, the Funimation release gonzo show, fantasy, sci-fi. Well, no, I just really fantasy, not sci-fi at all. But it's really... It's funny. I'll admit that. It's funny, and it's playing all these classic tropes and cliches up to wazoo and making fun of them, and I love those type of shows. But the thing is, like, as soon as the first episode ended, I knew that the show... I'm like, crap. I, I was like, dude, this needs to be the entire show, that first episode. And I'm told it's really good, but I'll have to make sure that... I'm not too biased on it, because that was a really good first episode, and it's Gonzo, so the animation quality is going to slip, and uh, yeah, I'm hoping, but another show I've kind of stopped watching for right now has been Dragonaut. What I mean by that is I'm taking the time, my time with Dragonaut because there's just like every single episode, there's something that's completely ridiculous, and wow, just, I'm, I'm writing down everything that is happening in these episodes, and like, oh, episode seven, blah, 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 and I write just a, a small little note to remind me of what happened. But the thing is, I'm not keeping timestamps, so I'm going to have to pretty much rewatch the episode for things in order to grab them. So now I'm going to have to start watching on my computer so I can get a timestamp, because my DVD player is kind of primitive. I can't just pause and get a timestamp. Um, the thing is, though, I'm going to do a video review for that, or at least, if I do an audio review, it's gonna have a lot of sound bites from that show, and it is gonna take a long time to review it. So I'm thinking I'll probably do a video for that. Hopefully, it's gonna take a little longer then, but you know, might also be twice as good. And another show is a Van Dread. Been petering with Van Dread too. That's a pretty good show. I like it. I like it so far. It's, you know, it's kind of fun, and despite being a Gonzo show, you know, I'm actually, it's pretty good. I like it. But right now, what I've been planning to do is I've got, like, my birthday's coming up. In fact, my birthday, uh, as of this recording, is tomorrow, uh, the 23rd of October. And, you know, I was thinking of taking some money and just going out and buying some stuff. I think I'm going to buy Lost World, the Tezuka manga that inspired Gonagai. And see how I'm a complete pedophile of everything that is Gonagai, with the exception of, like, Cutie Honey. Because that was just, ugh, Cutie Honey. Um... I think I'll buy that, and it's like 10 bucks, you know, like, sure, this is good, it's a good thing to read in order to kind of understand Gona Guy a little bit better, and I think I want to buy a Shin, uh, not Shin Maginger, a Shin Get-A-Robo figurine, action figure sort of thing, it's like 25, 26 bucks, I'm like, dang, I want that, I want that bad, (laughs) Get-A-Robo, go, so definitely, you know, that's what I'm thinking of doing, it's not official, because I mean, like, still have some money left over that because with right stuff, I won't buy anything unless it's fifty bucks or more. I mean my entire shipment. Cause that way I get free shipping. Cause otherwise you're spending money on shipping that you could be using to buy something else. And I just think that's retarded. So you know you might as well save up the anime or save money and buy more anime. So that's what I've been doing. So I kind of I basically plan my purchases way in advance before I actually make my purchase. So, <laughs> plus it's kind of nice. You wait for a sale or something. Then you buy it and then you have even more money and then you got to kind of replan your purchase a little bit. But yeah, it, I, I'm liking it, you know, kind of doing that because I get to browse a lot. I'm thinking of picking up Dirty Pair. I'm not quite sure though because they're charging quite a bit for it. I mean, I'm not... See, here's the thing. Here's the thing I found funny. Back in the day... Yeah, singles were freaking expensive and retarded, and they should never have existed. But the thing is, to buy an entire series was like fifty dollars. Like, look at the um, New Getter Robo. I was looking at that recently because I want to pick that up. It's like thirty bucks a piece for singles. There are four singles. You get the whole entire thing for fifty bucks. Now, thirteen, epi- you know, thirteen episodes show for fifty bucks. Uh, no, thank you. On the flip side, though, you look at. Like, Casher and Sins, because I just finished reviewing that and looking at it, you're playing, you're paying more than $75 for a 24-episode series. So I guess technically the price has come down, but still, I don't think I should have to pay more than $40 for an entire show, unless the show is freaking long. That's just me. And uh, I'm sure some people are laughing and giggling like, dude, that's never going to happen. And maybe I'm just a retard because I don't know the licensing costs. You know, because each show—it's well it's not like they release numbers—but the thing is, I'm really, as a fan, I can't afford to spend you know thirty-five dollars on thirteen episodes, unless it's that's the entire show. You know what I'm saying? Because then I'm I'm paying truckloads of cash just to get a single show. Now you say, well, truckloads. Well, let, like think of it this way: it, I work my minimum wage job, eight bucks, eight oh six actually. How many hours do I have to work? to, you know, just to be able to buy a single set. It's close to about 10 hours, you know, 9 hours to buy a show if it's $35 a season. That's still, that's still quite a bit. You know, I don't think I should have to pay that much work for two days minimum wage just to be able to afford a show. Yes, anime is an expensive hobby, but anime should not be a hobby that's so expensive you can't buy it. Otherwise, it's not a hobby, you know? So... Yeah, just the price point really bugs me. I, I cannot, like, 20 bucks for the whole thing of Guyver, all in singles? Yeah, dude, yeah, I'll buy that, sure. I would've paid 35 for it. Of course, now that I've seen part of the show, yes, I, I can safely say that. But Like, dang, there's some shows that are just overpriced for the amount of content you're actually getting. Now, it doesn't matter if the show is really good, you still gotta remember the amount of content you know what I'm saying what gets me even more is that manga is you get like more content if you space it right but it costs less so and and, and you have to pay more for shipping because it weighs more than you it's just like wow <laughs> it's just kinda crazy that's all that's just kinda the way it is there's not much you can do I mean I don't want to sound butthurt like oh my goodness I can't afford to buy my favorite series so I'm gonna complain I'm just kind of talking not really complaining or saying something needs to change just as a fan like i said i have to really stop and plan out my purchases i don't spend more than 50 bucks like a month now 50 bucks a month yeah it's actually quite a bit of money when you stop and figure out every month so i guess i am spending quite a bit of money but the thing is i'm buying discounted bargain bin stuff all of the time so yeah if you think about that, how much of the industry am I really helping if I'm buying old shows that have been discounted to like 8 bucks for 13 episodes, you know what I'm saying I'll fully admit half of, like almost all of my collection of DVDs anyway and even some of my manga is starting to become you know, I'm starting to buy used manga because I like to buy the older stuff that's out of print like Fist of the North Star and Evangelion but the thing is like it's all bargain bin I'm looking at it right now I got it at a discount, or I got it, like, bargain bin. And not that that bothers me, in fact, actually, most of it has come from Anime 3000 as well, because I don't buy a whole lot, because it's too expensive. So, I mean, if you really want me to buy stuff, people, you know, lower the prices a little bit, because the primary buyer, I mean, if you just really stop and think of everything, how it factors in, it really doesn't make sense. Anime is for teenagers, okay, and and older, uh, old, older teens, And younger adults, you know, we're talking from like, what, 12 to 22. That's the primary age group. Now, I can understand 17 and up having money to buy the stuff. That's probably where most of it comes from. I can understand the younger kids trying to make their parents buy it. But I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. But the thing is, I'm just thinking a lot of kids that age don't have a job, you know, especially with the economy the way it is that's why we have the need for the simulcasting and free stuff and pirating is rampant because people don't have cash if I could just walk into the store on my way to work buy an anime DVD for 20 bucks and have an entire show or at least a season or something, you know what I'm saying? why would I want to pirate something? it's like oh yeah I can I can see that um, they have Grandizer for the whole entire 1000 bajillion episodes for 50 bucks you know, okay, I I drop that. I you know I pay fifty bucks for all of Gachiman. You know that's a hundred episodes. You stop and consider, fifty bucks, two episodes for a buck. That's you know that's a pretty good deal. I th- actually, I think it's a hundred nine episodes, but you get you get my drift. It's just yeah, price point. But anyway, I mean I, I can complain about it all day, and I think I've gone on long enough. But make sure you're checking out what's going on at Anime3000.com because I've been working hard on that stuff, getting it up, making sure it's organized and all that jazz. Um, Of course, I'm working hard to produce these podcasts for you. I should be on the SSA podcast sometime soon, if not already have been by the time this comes out. I'm hoping to get this out probably, today's Friday, I'm hoping to get it out today, maybe Saturday. So if you're listening to this on Saturday, then you'll probably say, oh yeah, yeah, Josh is gonna be on the SSA podcast soon or something of that nature. And now doctors listening to this and saying fuck now I gotta release that yeah so I I love how I just call people out my podcast just like you know yeah I got a couple people who listen to me I'll just call you out so it's it's fun it's fun and if you want to be called out you can leave me an email a comment you know you want to be on the show let me know drop me a line my email is in every blog post because it's a wicked long ass email so I just there's links there Right next to the download and iTunes link, there's the email link. Click it. It will change your life. No, it won't really, but I like to pretend it does. So, I have someone who actually just recently followed me, or not followed me, friended me. I always have someone who's new is following me on Twitter. Um, Someone who friended me on my anime list, and that's always nice. It's like, hey, you know, friend me. I'm like, Do I know you? He's like, I'm a friend. Uh, I I like the show. I was like, sweet. Yes. (laughs) So thank you. You know who you are. I've forgotten your name. I should look up your username and give you a little bit of spotlight time. But I'm a bad podcast host, so I don't do that stuff. But thank you guys for the continued support and downloading of the show. I really, really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. And I am awesome because I am doing a podcast, a weekly show. And this is episode 44 And until episode 45, I am Ghost.